Welcome to the Bitter Cows. Our name should have been the Shameless Cows because we are shameless when it comes to keeping consistency with this podcast. Uh, I think we are recording after uh, years. Yeah, and, uh, it really feels like it's been a lifetime since we last recorded. So uh, yeah, we are very ashamed of that, but we are bitter at the same time. So we'll stick to the Bitter Cows. <laughs> <laughs> Today's topic is do entities prey upon us more easily if we are in a vulnerable mental state? Is that right? Am I on the right page? Yeah, I would suggest. Yeah, I would say this is the correct one that we want to talk about. Um, There's also Mm -hmm. something else that might intervene with that. There's another concept, but we'll see. We might make a a separate podcast on that. But if it comes up, then we'll talk about that as well. Last time we were talking, we just figured it out while discussing that, you know, even I have this feeling that I keep wondering, do these entities or weird demons or whatever you can call them, they're like so many names. uh, I have a feeling that they do feed on the energy we radiate when we are like in a very negative state or feeling very low. They like to feed on that energy in a way. And that is why we feel even more low or drained and the more we feel drained the more attractive we may seem as praise to these sinister beings i mean it's a toxic loop really so do you feel the same and if yes have you tried breaking this horrible loop like how do other people deal with this because i know how i deal with it and Mm -hmm. like do you believe this concept because i really do i have observed it and i and and somehow this, this this concept is really stuck in my mind Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, literally every single being in this world has like a, like every single being with a predatory nature has this thing Mm -hmm. that it would prey upon the weaker ones. So like if you, for example, look at the lions, they will prey upon, you know, the weak, the weaker of the herd. If they're like, if they look at a herd of, you know, for example, deers or whatever, they will Mm. always choose the weakest one to attack first. So mm-hmm. I mean, it only makes sense that entities like that, they would attack someone who's actually weaker, who's not feeling completely up to par and who's, who will be an easier target. And I think when you're emotionally vulnerable, when you're going through something, you're just so much more open to all of these things. And I think um, a lot of the times we hear stories about children having these imaginary friends who turn out to be actual demons, which again sort of goes with that idea that children are vulnerable and they're open to other things. And I feel like when an adult who would otherwise be, you know, completely say like these things don't exist, it's not going to happen. Even if something like that comes up, I'm just going to run in the opposite direction. If Hmm. they are going through something that's making them emotionally weaker or mentally in a place where they're not able to make the right judgment, I think they will definitely make an easier target for 
things like demons and you know all these negative entities so that they can prey upon them they can use them to get their stuff done whatever they want these people to do so i definitely agree with that uh this thought came in my mind because obviously i uh, spent too much time on reddit first of all second of all <laughs> second <laughs> of all i've noticed yeah people who have a lot of anxiety and are too sensitive or are uh, very empathetic and very sensitive in general they can pick up on cues on what other people are thinking and mm-hmm. uh, the feelings and sometimes knowingly sometimes unknowingly i have seen that they have uh, somehow more paranormal experiences and they d- dismiss themselves like i have dismissed myself and my experiences so many times because of my logical thinking that oh no you know what mm, it may be a hallucination or there may be some logical reason behind it and um, it must be mm. an optical illusion and but there are times when it is so difficult to dismiss yourself and you just hide that whole experience in a closet out of the fear of being judged i mean we both discuss our experience with each other because we know we won't judge each other it, it's a safe space basically to discuss these things but not everyone has the safe space to discuss something abnormal that i experienced mm-hmm. or something unnatural which uh, i cannot discuss it with somebody else yeah so um i have had people <clears throat> share their experiences with me it is my observation obviously the sample size is pretty small um i'm not <laughs> talking about thousands of people here but still uh, i have observed that people who are in uh, mentally in doldrums or in a negative space suddenly it's like opening it's it's like a beacon to the entities or the energy or whatever you may call it it's it's just that they somehow they have more of those experiences when they are not in a happy place yeah so that really scares me and that also acts uh, as a motivation for me to not uh, be in a, a low <laughs> mood and uh, because my mind loves to go in spirals you know for days and yeah. um, i would love to have a self pity party and i really somehow i think my brain <laughs> gets a kick out of it and i'm sure it's like just nature and depends on person mm-hmm. to person some people are just really naturally happy and eeha and some are oh, i can't really like us <laughs> yeah i know since the time i have observed this and it's pretty recent and i have read about it and i've researched more into it mm-hmm. um i'm scared i'm and i want to protect myself so whenever i start going into that spiral of depression and feeling really anxious obviously anxiety is out of my control uh, to mm-hmm. some level but i try really hard this thing this topic has really provided super motivation to me to get my shit together you know what i mean yeah. uh, out of fear i mean fear is the motivation and protecting myself that <laughs> instinct is the motivation so i just wanted to discuss that is it just me or is it with you or do you know something about this yeah my brain actually works in the opposite way like clearly i have like some issues some mental issues and everything but whenever i'm going through that instead of getting becoming afraid of these things and using that as a motivation like you do my mm-hmm. brain just goes in the opposite direction and i'm like okay might not be that bad because i think it, that concept me me basically comes from the fact that i've just lost faith in all the humans 
and I just feel like mm-hmm. maybe you know becoming friends with a demon might not be that bad um but I mean obviously yeah when I come back to my senses I'm like <laughs> what was I thinking but I mean mm-hmm. you can see like that sort of mentality a lot of people will have that a lot of people will think like you and some people will like, will, like think like me as well and mm-hmm. again it goes with the fact that when you're vulnerable when you're in that like in that particular time in that particular mental state you're just so much more open to it and you know you become an easy target because you're literally just opening the door I know if I saw a demon come up to me I would be like yeah sure why not let's give it a go you know (laughs) um okay so I have a secret Mm -hmm. which I haven't told you because we haven't been talking since ages yes (laughs) and something happened And but I take it in a very positive for me, it was a very positive experience. But anyone who hears this, apart from the people who have already discussed with on Reddit, Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm I'm like confusing everybody. So basically, I have a secret. And I had a really major paranormal experience recently. It was recently, recently, like a month ago. And like, I know about your um, previous ones. Ah, uh, no, that were those were, uh, we can still dismiss them. Whenever we discuss those, I always say, maybe this happened or maybe that happened. There's always a maybe, mm-hmm. but this time there was absolutely no maybe. I have kept a written record of everything. I have uh, discussed it on Reddit with people who know about this deity who I encountered, I know because you are a monotheist, you <laughs> have like a very black and white thinking uh, when it comes to deities, like yeah. everything is put in the category of demons and like it's like very black and white. But since I was born into polytheism, my mind is automatic. I don't know, for better or worse, it's automatically open towards different Mm. categories of beings and everything is gray and not really black and white so hear me out okay Uh sure I ended up befriending a deity I did not even (gasps) I I didn't even know existed like and yeah it has been over a month and um Mm-hmm. it's not like I was in like a very bad place mentally or it wasn't really that bad and I wasn't really delving into anything mm-hmm. that can that I can reason with okay you know I did a and that's why b happened I cannot apply any logic this time yeah it's just that for the last two months my anxiety was getting really really bad mm. but I was in a happy place Okay, Uh, I was looking at it uh, very scientifically. Okay, this is anxiety and this is what I can do. Uh, Breathing exercises and things on YouTube and therapy and all that journaling podcasts. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so I was doing fine. Now, um, out of the blue, I have this dream. Okay, I call the experience a dream out of sane politeness because I'm pretty (laughs) sure it was something in between. I know your first thought is like, oh my God, a demon is trying to latch on to her. But here, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I'm trying really hard not to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, you'll have plenty of time to rant. Okay, just hear me out with an open mind. Yeah, sure. So uh, there's a deity called Santa Morte. Have you heard of her? No, no. Never heard of that one. Okay, she's like really popular in Mexico. And obviously, I have no idea. Like, I can't even, I have absolutely zero idea about Mexico. Oh, is okay? she like, like the goddess of death or something? Oh, yes, she is. But the thing is, I have never heard, I had never heard of her 
uh, I had never seen her and mm. like I had nothing to do with her I think so, I watched um, yeah sorry I'm interrupting but I think I watched a documentary um it's on YouTube um and like because like they sell idols of her hmm. in Mexico and like it's a really big thing apparently Oh yeah, now I know, but uh, at that time I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. So I, um, like, I had absolutely no idea. The thing is, I I was spending some time on Reddit, and th- there's this group that I'm in, and uh, people talk about different things. I think it's a dream interpretation thing or something like that I don't even remember mm-hmm. but the thing is I just read her name someone was telling up uh, talking about her and uh, I didn't even know at that time it was a her or a him or what it was I just read the name and I moved on okay mm-hmm. I scrolled like you see so many things on the internet mm-hmm. and I didn't didn't even think about it twice and that same night uh, I dreamt of her it wasn't even a dream it was like some stage between awake and asleep uh, like i've never experienced such a thing before that stage mm-hmm. uh, which was between asleep and awake i've i've read about it i've heard about it but i've never really ex- lived it and it's like so different there mm-hmm. is absolutely no confusion about it so in the dream i was sleeping on my side facing my bedroom window and i was in reality also i was sleeping in the same position okay mm-hmm. uh, the deity she crouched beside my bed so i sleep on my side i was sleeping on my right side and on the side of on the edge of the bed and there was a window in front of my face and i dreamt and i literally saw that uh, she was um, crouched beside my bed in such a way that mm-hmm. her face was close to mine okay uh-huh. and uh, she has the skeleton face and a hood and everything Oh and she bl- and she blew her breath on my face two three times mm-hmm. and my whole as she blew uh, my whole body shifted further towards the middle of the bed like i was on the edge and as she blew on me it was like i was uh, i was light as a feather and my mm-hmm. whole body shifted like you blow a leaf yeah. right right a dry leaf or something a feather so like that i just moved and i got really scared like being in the yeah, past no <laughs> and obviously i woke up uh-huh. immediately as i woke up the room uh, the whole scene my sleeping position and the lighting of the night lamp the whole scene was exactly like i saw in the dream mm-hmm. uh, the dream felt like it happened in reality moments ago Yeah. So it was the exact same scene. So I immediately my brain for survival mode I applied logic that most probably the breeze must be coming in from the window onto my face. That's why the dream must have felt so real like she was blowing on my face and I could feel her breath. So I applied logic that maybe the window, you know, the wind was coming from the window and it mm-hmm. just everything just fits. So that's why the dream feels real. So anyway next day I researched on her and I just knew uh, when I had that dream who she was and everything about it, it was too real mm-hmm. so next day I just researched on her and um, came across this youtube channel there's a woman called uh, Janel Longoria I think she's mexican mm-hmm. and uh, she has a lot of stuff about this deity and I watched a few videos out of curiosity and then absolutely forgot about it you know when you wake up you uh, i mean the intensity just lessens yeah uh, you you're really excited and the dream feels really very real and etc but after a while you just it's natural to just 
dismiss it mm-hmm. so i just dismissed it and went about my day and after two days i had another dream i was in my childhood home mm-hmm. and there was an altar it was absolutely dark and there was an altar in a dark room with lit candles so now minded altars are not something uh, i'm very familiar with because yeah. i'm a hindu and there's no concept of those church thingies and like altar and candles like i must have seen it once in a lifetime i visited some ch- church as a tourist i might have mm-hmm. seen it but never really paid attention so i really can't relate to the whole concept so that's sorry so, i have a question when you were looking mm-hmm. up this like this deity online did you come across anything about altars during your research no, mm-hmm. no okay nothing. that's interesting so, <laughs> i didn't research that much i didn't really go into it like really spending whole day mm. no i you know i just i got bored after a while i was like yeah whatever it was a dream and i keep a dream journal anyway yeah so uh, i just pour all my intensity and everything i feel about uh, the dream in the dream journal itself and once i just finish off with it i forget about it yeah somehow we are just built to forget dreams anyway so mm-hmm. that's really convenient <laughs> mind the dreams were too real mm. i mean i keep having vivid dreams but there are just some dreams which you know in your heart that okay this was something really uh, it, it was a completely different experience this was not a regular dream yeah anyway in my i was in my childhood home and there was this altar uh, and there was no electricity somehow mm-hmm. it had candles on it santa muerte was standing behind me i could feel her somebody standing behind me in a hood and it's like completely <laughs> dark and i was not scared and she was giving me a black candle over my shoulder a black candle light on yeah to, oh to scare me out to, <laughs> to to light to light on the altar and in the dream uh, i wasn't afraid and in fact i felt grateful that she was meeting me because i was fu- kind of in the dream not while awake okay <laughs> while awake my logical mind is working but in that dream in the second dream i was feeling guilty that not not really guilty guilty but i was apologetic like you would be with a friend you know last time i was like you came and you said hi to me and i freaked uh, out <laughs> scared and I, fr- i freaked out so i'm really glad that you know you mm-hmm. gave me a second chance something on those those lines okay that's cute so um <laughs> then i lit the candle mm-hmm. in the the one she gave to me and i just lit it and the dream ended okay and and i woke up really happy and i don't know why i mean i i knew i should be freaking out mm-hmm. because that was one creepy ass dream but i wasn't yeah so that was really strange so uh, next day i'm chilling doing my thing reading i don't know doing my thing and really not thinking about anything mm-hmm. and i heard or imagined that i heard um her voice talking in my mind in real it wasn't like as it it wasn't as real as your voice right now but it was like the voice you told me about yesterday uh, when you were mm-hmm. discussing how you hear things and you know we were like applying science and medical science you being a you know medical personal <laughs> you Person. were like applying all kinds of <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were applying all kinds of logic to it but the way you explained it was very similar mm-hmm. so i really understood what you were talking about mm-hmm. and i know how this sounds i know this is this sounds like a diagnosis is on the way but 
but I really understood what you were saying yeah. because I experienced it myself and literally I mean it was like more like I was imagining her talking in my mind mm-hmm. and telling me things and um she was kind of asking for a I don't know it was it sounds really stupid when I tell you but at that time it didn't seem stupid it was like you have a friend and the friend wants something from you and they're like being really playful about it that okay can you just give it to me or whatever mm-hmm. so she was asking for a really simple thing basically she wanted me to make her a greeting card and it was so out of the blue and it was that thought and sentence was so specific and so out of the blue and <clears throat> so i i just decided i was like you know what this is so creepy and funny at the same time that i let me just humor myself and go along with it i know i shouldn't have done it but i just did it really? anyway as soon as i did that something opened a gate kind of thing opened and i it was like the thoughts are being planted in my head and very specific sentences and instructions it's like instructions on instructables.com okay literally it was like somebody is telling me to take a page fold it twice mm-hmm. to make a small standy or a card kind of thing and use a an a fountain pen to draw a picture of her i totally did uh-huh and while i was doing it the the specific sentences that were coming in my mind became even more specific you're kidding me. and uh no i'm not <sighs> kidding you it was like uh i started drawing i could really tell she's like guiding me or telling me what to do and i was human it was my wish it wasn't like somebody's controlling me and i'm like a puppet mm-hmm. and i wanted to humor myself to see where this goes and it was like an experiment okay a really scary pissing in my pants experiment <laughs> and i started getting these very clear and specific thoughts and i just decided to humor myself it was a strange feeling like her sentences were getting planted in my mind in the form of thoughts mm-hmm. and she seemed playful and very good humored so mm-hmm. while i was drawing she was demanding things like um give me flowers on my head and uh, she wanted four petal flowers on her cloak on one side and stars on the other while i was drawing them so mm-hmm. like she was telling me what designs she wants and then after a while she said i want more flowers on the head and few roses here and there uh-huh. and then she wanted flowers around her neck too then very specific sentence came in my mind make them lotuses and i'm and i actually talked back i was like i'm struggling to draw simple flowers how do i draw lotuses now <laughs> and that too on such a small piece of paper and i drew them anyway the best i could of course and the did. final picture <laughs> the final picture looks more alive to me every day Jeez, like i'm that. i Yeah, I totally uploaded it on Reddit and I wonder why I'm not scared in this situation like feeling the presence of an entity and all. Whenever I feel her presence, I feel like she's trying to make me laugh by cracking jokes or sarcastic wisecracks. Oh no. And um, <laughs> and I the bad news is I have decided to just accept her presence oh. as it feels right. <laughs> right. So, but I don't so the latest off, update like, is you shouldn't, you shouldn't intervene with that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's scary. So I I have totally made a a, a kind of um, 
special space for her but it's like in a very beautiful box that I have and that looks like a book Mm -hmm. and I've kept I, I just kept her picture in it and I get these very specific thoughts that she she wants certain things and and I just like keep putting those things okay. like I'm literally a witch right now <laughs> basically so I just I think she really likes it when I posted uh, the picture and everything on Reddit mm-hmm. people who uh, are already familiar with her and already practice with her they answered to my post and they shared their experiences it's very uncanny the way she contacts yeah it's very similar it's even more difficult for me to just dismiss it as the like there's this uh, coronavirus lockdown is like getting to me or maybe i have some issues that's all for today in this episode of the bitter cows we will continue this banter in the next episode till then Sweet dreams, only if you dare.